Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Now this um, episode is an episode that I find very, very intriguing. Um, it is a story shared by a makeup artist in Singapore. Um, and what actually transpired um, all from... A weekend at Expo, right? So for those of you who are unaware, um, for our non-Malay Muslim friends, um, we use well, not we use lah. Now nowadays it's still it's still happening. Um, there's always Expo exhibitions, right, for weddings and all that. So I had I think I've shared with you guys a couple of um episodes, um about the the CD side or the dark side of the wedding industry. Um, like how people would plant things in front of your 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 booth, you know, and people cannot look at your booth, and they will find like macam they will find like there's lalat, you know, um, mosquitoes flying around on top of your booth and all that, um, because people use black magic lah, you know, um, unfortunately to to get what they want, and to make sure that they uh supersede everyone else in terms of sales and all that. So the this industry actually um is quite dirty lah you know um according to her and 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 I know this for myself because I have a lot of makeup artist friends um and and they have shared with me st- uh, lots and lots of stories about about how these things are still practiced you know even until today unfortunately so she said that she so she's been a makeup artist for about 7 years all right so she said that for the first 4 years before she ventured out on her own so normally what happen is that you will let yourself to a bridal company all right so she's working under a boss uh, for this bridal company and she was working there full time as their resident makeup artist for about 4 years before she decided to um you know branch out on her own and and do freelance on her own um because she has gotten like you know enough clientele and contacts in 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 the last 4 years and she said that this happened on the last year before before she quit at this bridal company and she said this happened sometime in 2018 there was a um a bridal showcase exhibition in expo as usual and then all the booths are being set up so she said that i was under this because because i was a full timer for this bridal company i was manning the booth lah you know um the reason why she wanted to share this story is because she said that You know how sometimes social media really like we just use it to amplify our thoughts and amplify our voices, you know? Um and we feel like I think the downside of social media is that the lines are blurred. Like what is considered appropriate to share online, you know, and what is not appropriate, what is personal and what's personal is very grey now, you know? Everything everything is like um IG post worthy or IG story worthy, you know? Um, and she said that I made a mistake because she said that I used to be that kind of person who would share everything online, you know, macam, um, even things like macam, oh, I've had a bad day, so I would just macam do a little rant on my on my on my Facebook and all that. And she said that this point of time, um, she put on Facebook. She said, "Alamak, kepalaku sakit berdenyut now, you know, and I have to be here." For two more days over the weekend, she said it was it was a Saturday morning, because the whole of Friday was busy, and then she didn't sleep for the past couple of nights because she was busy setting up the booth. So 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 she said I I had like a splitting headache, and me being me, I just posted it online. I check up um kapalis sakit like my head is 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 throbbing and 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 I'm feeling very sick, you know. 
not knowing, not knowing that people actually will use that to do something to you. So what happened? Jeng jeng jeng. She said shortly after I posted that Facebook post about me kepala aku berdenyut, about 10 minutes later, this girl from the opposite booth came to me and we are I wouldn't say that we are friends but because we're all in the industry right so you sort of know each other you've seen each other around and all that so you high by and all that so she said hey I just saw your post on Facebook you're not feeling well is it and she said yeah yeah I'm not feeling well I'm having a headache so this lady gave her a vial of oil okay in this glass bottle cakap ni kau pakai minyak-minyak angin ni this one is good I always use it and she's like really so she opened When she opened and she smelled it, it, it she said it, it. There's nothing off about it. Okay, there wasn't any things inside. It was just pure oil in a vial, and it smelled of minya minya angin lah. You know, it it smelled of like um medicated oil. So she thank you so much, thank you so much. So she put it, she put it on her nose, and then she put it on her forehead and all that, and then she put it inside her bag. Okay, and she and she thought that was the end of it. Okay, now. She said that things started happening after she bought that thing back home. So, she always changed back. So, she said that when I'm changing back, I noticed that the medicated oil is there. So, I said, eh, shit, I don't, I don't need it anymore. So, I put it on my dresser, alright? And this one of the time, she said I was um I was married. And I just got married with my husband, but I was staying with my with my parents. They got take wine, alright? She said that ever since that day that she brought home the vial of oil, Right, she noticed. Well, she not she not noticed. Like, much um, she always has the sense that someone is watching her. You know, you know that icky feeling that you get like someone staring at you from from a side, and then whenever you turn, there's no one there. So she said the feeling will creep up on me, like when I'm showering, when I'm alone in my house, when I'm cooking, when I am in the lift. You know. Um, I cannot get rid of this dreadful feeling of someone staring at me. So I thought it was just my imagination. I didn't do anything until it started to affect my health. So she said that in the coming weeks after she brought home that oil and and she totally forgot about the oil. Eh, she totally forgot about the oil on on her dresser. She said my bones started to feel brittle. It's almost like I'm suffering from osteoporosis, but it's not. So she said that even doing things like macam lifting up plastic bag or walking on the floor, I will always wince because I'll have macam I'll feel like a sharp pain, or I feel like my bone is getting brittle and macam even my fingers feel very like there's a lot of pain. You see, and she said that it affected my work because I'm a makeup artist and I need to use my hands and I feel like my hands are like. Cannot work, okay? So she went to the doctor. So the doctor said, "Oh, maybe it could be a calcium deficit or whatsoever. You should take calcium uh, tablets, lah. You know." So she went. She said, "I, I, I tried to use her kind, and this happened over a period of three months." She said, oh, "For three months, I've I've been experiencing this. I will take my time to walk to the toilet, to to shower. I will take." my time to do a lot of things because it's really painful and she do not know the reasons for, for it so she said oh maybe it's offset or I, I'm getting early signs of osteoporosis because it does happen you know uh, for some women uh, especially osteoporosis will happen 
earlier on in your life as as opposed to men. So there's a reason why um women drink and lean and all that. And because of that, she said, "Aku pergi Mustafa dengan laki aku. Aku bawa laki aku pergi Mustafa beli satu bottle ah uh, satu tong of and lean because I wanted to make sure that I do something about the calcium intake so that my bones can get better." Okay, now. She said that I went to Mustafa Center. I drank. Uh, I I I bought Enlin, and I bought calcium tablets. Okay. She said at the height of this whole thing, all right. At the height of this whole thing, two things happened. Number one, she said, you know that feeling of someone staring at you and looking at you from the side. She said there was once. Aku balik rumah. Aku sorang dalam lift. I was alone in the lift. I could feel someone breathing down my neck. But it's not the aircon because I... She said, because I'm the kind of person who just put my back against the wall of the lift. So there's no way the aircon... So the aircon is in front of her, not at the back of her neck. So when she felt someone breathing down her neck, she just quickly went home and then she... She she she, she mandi and then she saw, she, she saw light. And she didn't think much about it, okay? Another instance was when the height of the... Uh, the, the 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 pain, she said, my husband had to carry me to the toilet, like really like I was almost bedridden. I could not really, macam it's very sudden. Like today I can walk, tomorrow I cannot walk. It's that kind of pain, she said. So my husband had to carry me to the toilet, and I I couldn't take on jobs. So I was like jobless for two months because I really cannot tahan the, the excruciating pain from my bones. And I keep going to the doctor. The doctors keep on saying there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Your bone density and your bone mass is all okay. It's just maybe you're feeling the offset of osteoporosis, so you need to take stuff. So she's been she she took uh she took uh calcium. She took glucosamine or whatever that you can think of. She she took she took you know in in the in the next three months. And then she said, satu hari ni, Tuhan nak tunjukkan. Um, you know, God wanted to show his 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 um the light, right? To 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 solve all my problem, I was at Mustafa and I believe Enlin. I want to top up my Enlin. I wanted to buy top up my uh, calcium tablet. I met an old friend, so this old friend I I haven't met in a long time. You know, um, uh, during dulu, uh, sekolah madrasah sama sama. Uh, not no madrasa. I uh, like weekend madrasa. Not not like full time madrasa, but we weekend madrasa. And she saw her, and she just said, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a very long time." Blah blah blah. And she said, "Yeah, yeah. How are you?" And I said, "Okay lah. It's just that nowadays my body is getting very very, very like I get tired easily, and then like I cannot walk because of my whole my whole bones is like macam gitu." And she said, "Oh, okay. Ah, tak pula. Ah, cuba untuk listen to like I I Al Quran while you are asleep. You know, maybe it will help you get better." So she said, "I remember. I went to Spotify." Um and then I downloaded all the surah you know from Sheikh Mishari Rashid you know Al Al Fasi, so she said that I I listen to it every night lah you know with without fear for sleeping and and it helped, and then this one night this thing happened she said. So I will always play the ayat throughout the night when I'm sleeping right at this point of time, the incident of the breath, on the neck already happened, the incident of the bones getting brittle already happened. She said, "This was the last straw before aku pergi cari ikhtiar obat untuk um dari segi spiritual. This was the last straw before I find help in terms of spiritual help." She said, "I was awakened at two a.m. in the morning to the sound of. You remember this? So like, okay, so <laughs> this is quite creepy. So, um, Sheikh Mishari Rashid Al Fasi is this um his 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 recitations is like." World class, lah, you know. 
so surah al-mulk surah al-baqarah surah yasin fatihah and all that and then she said i woke up at 2 a.m to the sound of him cackling <laughs> she said that aku terbangun aku dengar dekat sebelah aku my 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 phone of him going <laughs> like that and then she just she just switched off the phone and it was total silence And then she shook her husband up and she started crying. She said, I think there's something wrong with me. She said, I do not know why. All this while, in the past three months, when I'm experiencing this, I didn't even think about getting help. But suddenly in that morning, when I when I heard that cackling from my phone, instead of Surah Al-Quran, I knew something was wrong. So, so when the Ustaz came to the house, the Ustaz just looked at her and said, Awak ada simpan barang? Maaf saya nak tanya, awak ada simpan barang? I'm sorry to ask, but do, do, are you, do you keep something? So she's like, keep what? You know, like cannot be sucker, whatever. But like, I don't keep these kind of things. And she said, uh, cuba fikir, maybe there's something that you have, a possession, or is there anything that your, your any secrets that your family have or whatever. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then she thought, oh shit, yes, that oil in my dresser. But she didn't think much about it. So she's like, oh, tak lah, saya cuma buat balik ini je. So then the ustaz, Um, took out a cloth and asked her, is it okay if I dispose this away? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can dispose it. Then the ustaz didn't say anything more about that, but she she knew for a fact, I think the husband also knew that it's the oil. Oil tu ada benda. So, orang ada letak benda. So, apparently, orang ada letak benda and then she sapu on her body so that thing has latched on her body. <sighs> so, it's very scary, ah, the fact that people actually macam do this kind of things to you. Like, Even though like, where you least expect it. So she was telling me like, kadang-kadang kalau kita sakit, jangan bilang orang. You know, if you're sick, if you're feeling unwell, no need to show it online. Just get yourself better because you never know if someone is laughing at you or worse, trying to make your situation worse, you know. Um, and then she said, I went for Rukia lah, you know, and, and, and I remember, I remember it. aku bersila and then the ustaz, um, you know, uh, was wearing some glove and then he was just touching my temples lah, you know. And suddenly I could feel much like a segugut. I do not know what's the equivalent of segugut. It's like a sharp pain on your belly button. She said I felt that for like a good 20 minutes and I vomited out. So but when I vomit it was just kaha. It was just I was just vomit like empty vomit. It wasn't food, nothing. I didn't vomit any hair whatever. But I just started vomiting and vomiting and vomiting and vomiting everything. And then after that first eh she said eh it was so sudden after that first Rukia session The Ustaz cakap Okay Now I want you to stand up And I want you to walk Do you feel better? And I cakap Hafiz Dengan kuasa Allah After that Rukia Bila aku bangun I can stand up on my own And I can walk And finally I can walk normally She said Because all this while I'm walking like macam Nenek tua She said Literally like I become an old woman Like walk Step by step Because she said It's very pain I can feel the pain From my shin To my ankles To my knee You know All the way to my thigh To my back She said Everything was hurtful And she said Okay Now you try to storm your feet So she did And she said Eh Nothing wrong already And I said Okay tak apalah Okay So everything's okay now Okay So just jangan Jangan tinggal solat Jangan jangan lupa berzikir And all that And I said Okay Tapi ni minyak uh, Boleh Boleh awak Amanahkan untuk saya buang The Ustaz said um, Do you entrust me to to Dispose this And she's like Yeah yeah You can do whatever you want with it And she said That was the incident That she said I can never forget Because It all started from me Sharing on Facebook About how I was having a headache 
and then someone came over to help me and and you know what's the best part she said that uh, a few months after the incident she was at a wedding and it, it, she wasn't doing the wedding she was she went to a wedding and the makeup artist the maandam was that lady and that lady just as if nothing happened eh apa khabar sihat and all that and she's like Wow, interesting ah, like people are really two-faced. And she just like, okay lah, she just like, macam lion-lion, like macam lion tak lion gitu lah. And then she said, um, yeah, so after that, I decided to to quit and then I ventured on my own lah, you know. So, I just do it like, like freelance. And she said that things got better afterwards. But um, yeah, so that's the story I wanted to share with all of you for this episode. I hope it has been interesting. Uh, more stories to share in the future. And with that, Good night, everyone. <laughs>